You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right. So we got some stars questions. We put it out um, during the third period and uh, wanted David to be involved in this. Uh, once again, please support David. His Substack's called Star Stack, so you could look that up, and it's subscription based. But David's going to give you a lot of analytics and nuggets and opinions that you're not going to find anyone else anywhere else. And I, I will say, I do appreciate those spits and suds listeners that read David and D Magazine that support him, whether it follow him on social media. The same for Sean Shapiro. Um, these guys have been great to spits and suds. So we really want to, what's that? Don't forget Robert Tiffin, the D magazine. Yeah. Robert Tiffin too. Yeah. I have to have him on. Yeah. Great point. Yeah. Great point. That's a great plug by you. I'm just going to call this spits and suds slash D magazine. How's that? (laughs) But you know what? Kudos to them. They're hiring great, great people that know a lot about hockey. So, um, all right. So I did, (laughs) I did throw out a joke. Um, and <laughs> I said, um, I asked, you know, where the Craig Ludwig statue should be next. Where would you put it? <laughs> so uh, Ronald uh, asks on Twitter at Ronald Donald Ald. That is a long Twitter name. Can the Craig Ludwig song be a staple for the Spits and Suds contest? So, David, I went online on YouTube and I was just looking for a Craig Ludwig highlight and I played for Craig. Um, this someone when he was in Montreal, um, oh no, he was here in Dallas at the time, came up with a Craig Ludwig song. And so I played it for him and Craig said, What the F is that? He had never heard the song. Um, you know, I, I'm still concerned about like, listen, functionally, a Craig Ludwig statue can't work because of the shin pads. It's going to be too heavy. <laughs> right. I mean, isn't this the thing? Absolutely. Absolutely. And the NHL Hall of Fame still doesn't have those shin pads, um, <laughs> which is one of my favorite Lud stories where that he finally picks up the phone and he said, I'll give you the shin pads if I get to go in there as well. And they never called him back. Uh, Thackman, who's a big spits and suds, uh, listener. I would put a Craig Ludwig statue in the tunnel where the team comes in as an inspiration to them. Um, he says also good win, especially with the backup goalie. That is the quality win over a good team that this team needed. Yep. We both agree on that. Uh, Sam green at Spaniel green. Good win. Hope we can string a few together over this stretch. What did you think of the lines tonight? Would you have broken it up in a different way? Good question, David. Yeah, uh, was that the was that the guy's name? Was his name David? Because you said good question, David. I'm like, I didn't ask anything. Oh. 
<laughs> no, no, that was at Spaniel yeah. Green. The question yeah. is, would you have broken up the lines in a different way? And I figured you could start off there. I think, you know, honestly, it's it's funny because as much as I like sort of advocate for and have advocated for many, literally years, uh, split up the hints line, I, I would have started out differently. I would have tried. To me, I always go back to Sagan has always looked good next to Robertson and Pavelski. And you keep that. And I think you go with um, hints with Duchesne and Marchment. That's how I would have personally done it, just because I feel like the speed, <laughs> the combo of like Hints and Duchesne, I, I just think would be um, absolutely like unmatched. And, and I don't see any team defending that consistently. Um, but obviously, Ben Hints with Pavelski. The only thing I'll say is that like, I'm not, I'm not you know, listen, I'm not ready to anoint them just yet. Um, so I, I think... I don't know. It's 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 hard to get this wrong. Like the team is just that deep. They have what seven players that are on track or on pace, theoretically, to score twenty goals, which is obscene. Um, so it's kind of hard to really go wrong. And a fourth line that um, that is also doing its job, shutting yeah. them along. I mean, nobody talks about the fourth line, but they are dominant when it comes to shot attempts, shot quality. Yada, yada, yada. No, they, they definitely are. I did want to ask you, because we are not seeing a lot of Ty Delandria, we are seeing more of Sam Steele, and I wanted to get your thoughts as far as Delandria sitting as much as uh, he has uh, and Steele getting the call on that fourth line. It, it's crazy to me because, for one, I think Sam Steele deserves to be an everyday NHLer. Yeah. Um, but Ty, so should Ty Delandria. I mean, this is a guy with just one less game and three less points last year would have been a rookie, a rookie with 30 points, right? So if you package that in that kind of superficial way, that sounds amazing. And that's pretty much what he was close to, right? He had 27. The only reason he wasn't a rookie is because he played 26 games the season before, or maybe even like two seasons before. But, um, and, and a lot of things that Delandria does, I think are things that, that, um, that I think the team can really benefit from with the fourth line in being a grindy two-way player, but also has some functional passing. He has a shot. And sorry, facts of fans, but man, I, what I wouldn't give to see just Steele with Delandria and Smith on that fourth line. And uh, no disrespect to Faxa, but I, I when I think about the money, for example, like I just think, I, I think they should both be in the lineup. And the only player I can think of that could come out in that scenario would be Faxa because Craig Smith has been fantastic. Hasn't been productive lately, but he's been really good. Yeah. Got an empty netter tonight, but yeah, I would like to see um, Ty, I mean, you know, cause I, I want to make a decision on Ty Delandria's future. And so, you know, I, I'd like, and I do think he provides a lot of energy. It's not that Sam Steele has been bad. So, I mean, I think it's a good problem that listen, I think there are going to be, you know, hopefully not knock on wood, but there are going to be injuries. And I think that that's where the, you know, the stars, I mean, we want Thomas Harley back, but it's real nice to have Joel Hanley that can uh, step in. Uh, all right. Uh, we did have um, another candidate. Um, let's see. Real quick. Uh, I would yeah. not be surprised at all. If type, let's say an expansion team, say Houston starts yeah. next year yeah, and they don't protect Delandria. I would not at all be surprised if Delandria was like another William Carlson. 
Just saying. I like they need I to agree. find out who he is. I, I agree. I, I think he has potential to do a lot of things. Uh, Billy Reynolds on Twitter says, put the Ludwig statue at the old number seven. Um, and uh, let's see. He's talking about Neil Broughton. <laughs> the old number seven club. The old oh, number okay. seven and club. But you know what? Mr. Minnesota, um, he's hanging in the rafters and for good reason. That's a, uh, that was a pretty special, uh, pretty uh, special player. Cameron Tegas. Uh, I missed getting my question in the other day when I was doing a uh, post-game pod, but do we keep sitting Delhi? He has been better in all phases than Steele, in my opinion. If can't send a good message to a young player when you keep bringing him out following a good game. And maybe I'm a little... I have past memories of Julius Honka sitting out and then coming in and being afraid to make a mistake and Brendan Dillon and like those... Nils Lundqvist yeah, last year. Yeah, Nils Lundqvist last year, who I thought defensively played pretty well tonight. Um, so, yeah, I mean, those are in my mind when it comes to Ty, Ty Delandria. You know, it's it's uh, like you know, obviously we you know we just talked about him, but I I, I really it, it's worth noting, and I realize the the organization is probably not having this discussion. This is just a discussion amongst. Um, you know, just easily irritated, overreacting fans like myself, uh, which is that it's not just Delandria, right? It's also Logan Stankoven and Maverick Bork, who are what I think third and fourth in AHL scoring right now, um, or, or at least top five. Yeah, um, they both have 18 points in 14 games or 15 games, and you know this this team is gonna I'm, they're gonna have to be willing to just be like, you know what? We're a really good team. We can afford to just bring in a young player and let them learn. I mean, that's, that's, I just, yeah. Like, and to me, Delandria fits into that category, even though he doesn't, he's not as talented as Stankoven or Bork. He is somebody with NHL experience. Um, I think other than, other than him taking penalties played really well. And um, I, I don't, it's not against the law to just forget about, wins and losses for a second because you're going to be fine. One prospect playing 15 minutes or 12 minutes a night is not going to break you. It's not against the law to just let somebody play and just experiment, find out what they are, give them a leash, five games, whatever, and, and just let them, let them rip. And, and Delandria, he's, he's just got to be given an every a spot. Yeah, absolutely. eBay motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And I wanted to ask you, get your thoughts, um, rumors swirling and Dallas Morning News picked up a report that um, 
Nikita Zadorov um, was rumored as far as a potential trade target for the Dallas Stars. And Sean and I offline were talking about this. First off, there's a massive issue salary cap wise that the teams would have to work out. But that aside, and that is a massive issue, um, I personally um, would love to wait and I say give Bixel a shot. Um, and I wanted to get your thoughts, David, and you've been watching Bixel down there. And um, if you think that maybe by the all-star break, he might be ready um, because I think, you know, if I'm Calgary, any trade is going to involve currency because people will say, well, you know, trade Foxa, trade Marchment, trade, you know, and I'm like, I don't think Calgary wants those players. Why would Calgary want to take on those salaries? So to, to me, I understand why they're interested. It's a big defenseman uh, going to be a UFA after this year, uh, unrestricted free agent. But at the same time, I, you know, to me, it just doesn't excite me. What do you think? I agree with you. I, I do think that, you know, Zadorov is, is a player that, yes, he, he's a big, mean guy. By the way, man, 2013, uh, teams had a tough draft of defensemen. Seth Jones, Darnell Nurse, Rasmus Ristolainen, and Zadorov all picked in the top 15, and those are not, like, yeah. elite defensemen. But, um, like, Zadorov is definitely a player that I think would – improve the speed you know he's a big guy but he's also fast he would improve the speed of the blue line so i think he would help with the breakouts which we even saw tonight you know i'm sorry but lindell and hockenpah are just for all their strengths are not guys that are going to allow the forwards to move cleanly up ice they just they Correct. don't have that ability so zadorov is not quite you know he's not a puck mover but he is somebody that can chug along move quickly and really accelerate those breakouts and ultimately the rushes. So in that regard, he is probably, he would probably be the third best defenseman, right? I think even breakout wise behind Heisken, Harley, even more than Lundqvist. Um, and then of course he gives you that physicality that I'm sure people are going to love during the playoffs, but he's also a player that takes a lot of penalties. He's a player who's really fluctuated too. Like his offense comes alive some seasons but then his defense lags, and then sometimes he grades out extremely well defensively, and you wonder how much of that is the result of, say, like Calgary's system, you know, like a couple of years ago. And so, uh, yeah, he, he's t he's 100% buyer's beware, even if I would come to accept it, because I think he's decent, especially given what Dallas has to work with. But, um, yeah, no, I, to me, that's not the move. I, I think, And to your point, Bixel, man, I, I'm a big believer – I try to be objective, try to take off my fan guard. Sure. And yet I still, I, to me, he just, he reminds me so much of Chris Tanev. So much. And it's important for people to understand that he has taken over the second uh, unit power play duties. It was given to Christian Cairo, who's kind of more of your classic puck mover. But Bixell just is so um, just heady and intelligent with his decision-making. He's not a player that... It, Oddly enough, he doesn't even use the walls. You would think a player like him would use the walls. No, he uses the middle of the ice a lot. And so I'm starting to think that, that offensive, that offense in him is maybe just untapped. They're clearly seeing that, which is why he's on the second unit. So I'm 100% for just bring Bixel up. I mean, if you if you feel like you need someone like Zadorov 
given his profile, forget about it. Just bring Big Saul. Now, yeah. if we're talking about bringing in Chris Tanev, that's a different story. Yeah, now yeah, talking. I agree. I, I, I totally agree. So uh, Nashville takes down Colorado four to three. <laughs> so um, it's the NHL, folks. So did, did, did you see what happened? No, I didn't. So so Colorado was winning three two. 20 something 28 seconds or 24 seconds before Nashville scored uh what was it two goals within 16 seconds to win in regulation. Oh <laughs> wow, yeah. I I gotta watch highlights because uh Gregory Finley, our great producer, was saying that Boston and Tampa went at it hard tonight, too. So some uh some good games. So the way it stands right now, stars up by three in the central over Colorado and tied for second the winnipeg jets so winnipeg hanging around kudos to that organization a lot of a lot of people thought that organization was going to be in flux they had attendance issues uh, obviously thought some prayers to the bonus family for what happened um so it's just it's one of those things where i mean stick tap to the jets because uh, i think they're um right now playing above what many thought they would no real quick just to because I'm someone that like, again, um, <laughs> with, with sort of, you know, kind of, and like I said, respect to bonus, his wife, his family. Yeah. Um, uh, still like kind of always going to be like critical of kind of that style, but he has a roster in which that can work. And it's important to remember that Winnipeg is, you know, without Velarde right now. And I think they're uh, missing somebody else on the blue line. So yeah. Um, they're they're absolutely a dark horse team right now, and I did not respect that going into the season, but I do now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, love Connor Hellebuck. Um, he's terrific. Um, but yeah, you're right. Interesting. And I believe Patrick Lane was uh scratched tonight, right? Uh the um for Columbus. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Columbus. yeah, Columbus is just such a shoddily run organization, man. That is oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was he was scratched. So yeah, as the ads play, as I try to look it up on the fly. <laughs> That's how we roll. Trying to get you the most uh, up to date information. So, uh, David's a beast. I will tell you, we're going to have a Vegas preview coming up uh, as tomorrow we speak to Spitz and Suds friends Lindsey Brown um, and get her thoughts. She covers the Vegas Knights, and she was also a former uh, Division One. Beast in net, so she's terrific, and uh, she knows her puck. So excited to ask her about uh, Jake Ottinger, get her thoughts on uh, Vegas as they uh, continue to um, mow through uh, teams just like they did last year. So it's going to be a, a real good preview that we'll give you tomorrow on uh, Spits and Suds. So that'll be released probably tomorrow afternoon to get you ready for that Wednesday late night tilt for Stars fans heading to the arena. It is going to be a 8.30 start. If you are going to the arena, I did want to point out, take a little time. The NHL has a mobile museum that celebrates diversity and talks about firsts as far as black players, as um, far as just uh, female players, uh, sled players, um, just, just all kinds of inclusion and they have a virtual reality set up and it's, it's great. It was in uh far it's in farmer's branch, uh, I believe tomorrow, uh, or it was in farmer's branch. Yeah. Tomorrow. And then it'll be 
uh, at the AAC on uh, Wednesday. So the tour takes about 15 minutes, completely free. So if you have kids, it's uh, great to see. Um, and it's touring all the NHL cities. David, thank you so much for taking the time. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Um, you are a beast, my friend. Check him out at Star Stack at D Magazine. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And we can all go to bed now happy because the Stars pick up a victory against a great opponent, the New York Rangers. They double them up 6-3, to three, and we will talk to you tomorrow on Spits and Suds. Thank you once again for all your support. We'll talk to you soon.